What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap, bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy, it's slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news, go and subscribe. Hang out with Buzzy and Goose, tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bull Script, and we're here after another loss to the New York Knicks. Friday night, Goose is a floating head. <laughs> you look amazing. I like how the bull head, if you're not watching it's on the like screen, the bull head looks like a necklace there. That's actually making me feel better, and I hope that's making you all feel better too. Um, but the Bulls lose again to the Knicks second straight time in, uh, in, in three days. What lost Wednesday, they lose tonight. 114 to 91. Before we get into this one, be sure going on tapsportsnet.com for other Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to the podcast, you can listen to us. Five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. If you're watching on Twitter or Facebook, fuck that. Go over to the YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the little bell so you can be miserable with us after every single Bulls game. Also, if you want a cool Benny the Bull bobblehead like this guy, go to foco.com. It's a great holiday gift, so just go and do it. Go and do it. My ad read wasn't as peppy as it usually is. Senor, I am right with you. He can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. This is absolutely fucking terrible, Goose. Not because they just lost, brother, because they look like shit doing it. And this is where an episode where I'm not going to pull any punches anymore. I don't care if people go, oh, well, that's not how you fan. You're not a gatekeeper of fandom. This is fucking terrible, and it's done. It's done. There's no coming back. This season is done. They're not going to do anything at all. Go ahead and talk. I'm mad. I just – how do you play such a competitive game in the first game, go to overtime, have these controversial calls on both sides, have that that fire, that feel – you know, what what we all watch sports for and what these guys play sports for and what some of us wish we could still play sports for is that passion, that competitiveness, that that it almost a camaraderie. Like it's a it's a dance. Like when you're that close in competition, it's fun, it's exciting. There's there's nothing better than that adrenaline rush. And then to start the game actually good, which is something we don't do in the first quarter ever, and blow a lead. And then just get blown out. And the second half of games is where we've traditionally been good this season. And that was horrible. That was the worst performance I've seen in the second half all year. Um, Because it was a loss to the Knicks, I think that is the worst loss of the season, especially because it came at home. In in a mini playoff series, I, I tweeted that out. Like, this is, like, literally the exact same thing as home court advantage of a playoff series. You had the first two games against home against the Knicks, and you blew both of them. 
Berkland texted me about how this was a mini playoff series, and I couldn't help but chuckle because they ain't getting near it. They're not. They're not getting near it. I don't care if fucking Jesus Christ plays point guard. And we're, not, we're not getting near it. It's no bumps, so we're not getting Giannis anymore either. Damn it! Yeah, they cut. Yeah, we're not getting Giannis in seventy-two years because they cut his brother today. It, I mean, dude, this was absolutely terrible. The most pathetic thing to me. I'm not even going to run down a stat line like I usually do. I'm just going to throw out the pathetics. And I'm sorry. I mean, if you guys usually listen to these episodes because we try to keep it light and stuff, but this one legitimately pissed me off. I have to be honest with everybody. This. This loss pissed me off. They didn't get their first offensive rebound until the fucking third quarter. They had two on the game. Two! The Knicks had like seven in the first three minutes of the game. They had 15 total. The Knicks took 92 shots. The Bulls took 77. The Bulls turned the ball over 20 fucking times tonight. 20. Their leading scorer was Zach on 7-12 shooting with 17 points. <laughs> what fuck it i don't care anymore i don't care anymore for everybody that says like oh well you know it it sucks that you know people want to rebuild and all that we just came out of one of course it sucks but being the real like the realistic chicago fan that i am i'd rather watch what we talked about last episode and i know it sounds terrible man i know it sounds horrible i'd rather watch young players develop then watch three former All-Stars get their ass whipped. Yeah, man, there's, there's a difference between tricking yourself into the illusion of potential and future and all of that and being excited about it. Because as a fan, when you when you entrench yourself in a rebuild, you, you're you in it. You, you, you have a connection to the team that's a lot different than just going and getting some mercenaries like DeMar. And I love the DeMar show, but... I think, we all, I think we all did. I, th- I think we all did. But I don't think DeMar's enjoying the DeMar show right now. I don't think he wants to be here. Um, and, and I'm curious if that's part of what it is. Like, has this team given up on themselves? Have they given up on Billy? Have they just given up in general? I think they've given up on each other. And, 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 and what, what I mean by that is, look at the play tonight. Vucevic gets eight shots. It's all he fucking takes. I know he got hit in the face and bitched a fit about it for a little bit. Hey, he's lucky he didn't get tossed there. No shit. I mean, the bitching was just unbelievable. Shut the fuck up and just get back. Stop stop moaning and groaning because you guys do it every game and you lose every game. Just well, it's, it's almost like the, the old guys that don't realize that they're getting old. It's like, you're not going to get the calls that you got a couple years ago. You're not <clears> playing. <throat> you're not winning. We can't create any play. offense. We can't create any offense, Goose. DeMar takes 14 shots only. Levine takes 12 shots only. Like, this is what I'm looking at here. And I'm sitting here, I'm looking at the box score, and then I'm watching the play out on the court. I'm watching Zach turn the ball over five fucking times again. I'm watching DeMar turn it over four times. I'm like, you know what, dude? I'm seeing all their names. What was that? What the the fuck happened to Pat? Kids have an electric first quarter. Electric. Almost every possession to start this game felt like, oh, Pat, Pat, Pat. And you got him on the defensive end. Oh, he's guarding their best player. Cool. Nice. Yeah, he blew his game. load within the first 10 minutes, and then it went away. Yeah, what? where did he go the rest of the game? I don't know, but I can tell you, botched a wide-open layup in the fourth quarter. I mean, listen, dude, like, I don't want to be this guy. I don't want to blow it up, man. I don't want to. I don't want to go through it again. But the, And this isn't an overreaction. I went back, I watched the next game from Wednesday night. That's the cool thing about YouTube TV. It's got that stupid unlimited DVR, so I can just go back and be miserable again. Because I'm, like, trying to see, like, silver linings. 
There are none. There are none. There's nothing here that's a silver lining. No, I mean, and, 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 and there's Io's, Io's coming back from an injury, but we didn't get much of him at all tonight. Uh, there's the 15 minutes. It's it. And he, he was supposed to be out of minutes restriction. So uh, to an extent that makes sense. Um, but, but I feel like so far this season, he was the only thing that was really giving us genuine excitement to start the year. Um, when you had some crazy people out on Twitter say, trade Lonzo, we don't need a point guard. I owe the future, uh, which I, I wanted to believe as much as anybody else. But luckily here we, we contained that excitement. Um, but since then, you're right. There isn't anything to be excited about. All of our stars look like they're declining. They're not playing even on par with what they did last season as their first year together. Not even close. The idea. He kicked the thing again. So now I'm on two screens at one time. He'll be back soon to finish that thought, I'm sure. But I, I like I said, I, I don't I don't even know, man. I'm looking at Zach. I'm looking at I mean, just the whole thing up and down is pathetic. The whole thing up and down is pathetic. It's brutal. I'm not really sure how they're gonna even come back from this in the get in the get-go. Um I, I look up and down the box score and I just see depression. Minus 31 for Zach Levine, minus 23 for Alex Caruso. Minus 23 for Nikola Vucevic. Minus 23 for DeMar DeRozan. Minus 30. You kick the thing again? I didn't even move my foot this time. I oh didn't sneeze. God. I don't know. I what think I... your computer's just probably no, getting pissed no, off about you talking about the Bulls. I'm just a ghost right now, and I don't know if I'm supposed to be. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was just saying about how pathetic it just looks up and down. It, you know, at, at this point, I know a lot of people don't want to rebuild because they don't want to go through it again. I know a lot of people don't want to blow it up because they don't want to go through it again. This is what you're going to be dealing with. And if you go on a little mini run, I'm convincing myself. Good, you know, good basketball is good basketball. And okay. I and I want to watch it too. I so, really so do. We're, we're talking about a rebuild. Yeah. I was messing around with, with the trade machine the other day. Okay. And, you know, the loudest fans cheered tonight was when Derek Rose came into the game. Right. We, we've had Which rumored, I love that for him, but we, we, we've heard rumored that, uh, that that the Knicks are interested in Zach Levine. I don't know if they will be after this series, or maybe Thibs is just you know that mastermind and he just shut him down. But he knows how to unlock Zach the same way he unlocked Randall, uh, and he has Brunson. But the Knicks literally have three guys on their bench right now whose salaries match perfectly. If you were to trade Zach Levine, Marco Simonovic, and Tony Bradley for Evan Fournier. Derek Rose, Cam Reddish, and however many picks you can get from the New York Knicks. Um, Man, I mean, that's kind of a shit. Well, is it a shit return? Is it? I mean, is it, it is. I mean, it depends on how many firsts. No, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, right. Is it? Zach looks like dog shit. He looks terrible. I mean, but, well, he shot for 7 for 12. He was efficient as fuck. He's our star, Goose. He's our star. Yeah. No, I mean, but I'm just saying, I, I found it kind of ironic that the Knicks have three players on their bench whose salaries kind of match perfectly. Yeah, three players that don't fucking play for Zach Levine. Go ahead. Fuck it. Fuck it. I don't care. Fuck it. Victor Wembignana or Scoot Henderson, I guess. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, at this point, what the, what the fuck are we doing any different now? We're 11 and no. 17. That's the issue, though, is we know how the tank and drill works, especially when you only get to keep your pick if you're one through four. We know we're going to get seven. We know how this oh, game works. We know how this game works. We got four once. 
We drafted a guy who came off the bench for his college. A project. We drafted yeah. a project. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for those guys to draft somebody again. So, I guess, since the game isn't really much to talk about, front office, are you blaming all this on them? Is this solely their fault? Right. I mean, because they drafted Pat. Well, yeah, I hated that from the beginning. They, there's, they there's, there's a video of us in 2020 during the 2020 NBA draft that floats around and lives on Twitter of you literally getting up. I think you grabbed a smoke and you took a shot and you walked out of the frame. And then I stood up out of pure anger and I broke that picture frame on accident, fell off the back of the damn buffet table over there. And that was our reactions. Like, what the fuck? I mean, you know, I watch a ton of college basketball. I've said that on the show a million times. I watch a ton of college basketball. We drafted a bench player from Florida state. That is what we did. I'm, that's supposed to tickle my fancy. And now you got Tyrese Halliburton, who I've got tweets about as a realistic target for the Bulls. Uh, you know, what is he, 6'6", six, 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 a point guard who can fucking shoot a little bit, and pass. And look what he's doing in Indiana. I know you couldn't see it at the time. Okay, whatever. But if you go back to people that watched Iowa State basketball, he was a really interesting prospect. There, I mean, and there's, there's others, too, behind Patrick Williams that are doing a lot better and have been doing a lot better. But I, I don't know if I want. I they made us competitive right away, and that took balls. So I don't know what it did, and that's and that's why I'm asking you. Them. Do you think it was like misevaluation? Were they wrong to go this balls deep in on Zach Levine to throw uh, the best veteran uh, star caliber players they could find around him? And they might have been, but I can't fault them, and that's that's the thing here where there's an inner battle. They might have been. You're probably right. They probably were wrong. But how do you fault them? Because you just came into a fan base starved for something different, starved for something different. Yep. And they, and they did that and they provided some fun. They did. I mean, granted, it's been a lot longer of suck ass than fun, but it was, and there was optimism that that place was hopping every night and, and they were playing real well and it was great to watch. And, you know, you had Zach ball and you had, ball ball and you had fucking DeRozan doing his thing you know I mean it was all great the bench AC became a hero within the first 10 games of the season it was amazing so I don't hate them <laughs> I would like to give them a shot to fucking fix this because it took balls to do what they did well, it no, just it really I sucks that it didn't work out and I hope they're not proud enough to fucking keep it going because this is not going to work. It's not. Yeah, and, and, and I'm glad you said that as well, because you hit a lot of the things that I was hoping you were going to say on the on the head. So we didn't have to argue again, because I don't like when we argue. Um, it, hurt, it, it hurts the kids. You know, Chai <laughs> um, sports fan gets real upset. He starts swearing. I don't need that for him. Senora gets upset. But no, I, I completely <laughs> agree with you in the sense that the situation that they came into, and I think people can't forget that, was we did take for four years. We only got one number, the top four pick out of the out of the situation, yeah. uh, which sucked enough in its own. Um, but they came in and they inherited a situation that was so shit that you weren't ever going to fairly evaluate a Lowry market into Wendell Carter Jr. because you had Jim Boylan the hell out of him. And you know what's you know what's so unfair too? While you go back and you think about that. The fact is, again, you're starved for something different that 
<clears throat> I think we admitted on this show even that I don't think Wendell nor Lowry got a fair shake, but I was ready to move on from Wendell because I didn't see it. I, to be honest with you, him in or- Orlando, I still. Okay. Well, I mean, look at Bobo. I mean, you got somebody that was a second round pick that could be taking his job. And obviously, Bobo's a freak. He's going to be taking his, his, take his job. And, <clears throat> you know, you got Lowry in Utah who's who's doing some shit. He's, he looks all right. You know, I mean, I'm not going to say they're star players, but they were good players. Um, so, yeah, I you could make the argument that building around those good players might have been better than going balls deep on Zach Levine. But at the same time, Zach's still in the same position you're in right now, though. I think the same guys, you guys aren't, except we have the picks. We've got picks if we don't go balls deep for tomorrow. We have picks if we don't go balls deep for for, so for do Nikola Vucevic. Do they draft Franz Wagner? I'm not sure if they draft Franz. I mean, they could have. They could have. I mean, again, th- these are all hypotheticals. I- I'm not sure what they would have done, but it would have been nice to have the picks because this is a uh, this is a failure. And again, if you asked me last year, at any point last year, even when they had their downward slope in the second half, I'm still riding the wave. Because I liked what I saw. I, yeah, but I, at this point, we know we don't have to be told Lonzo's not coming back. We know Lonzo's probably not coming back. No, year. no, no. If they're going to continue this, they, listen, there's six games under 500. They're going on a fucking four game road trip against teams that are in a playoff picture. They're not going to fucking do shit. Size bothers this team. There's well, two no, I mean, main things they don't have. Jer- we had Jericho Sims and. Uh, Mitchell Robinson out on the floor at the same time together. I think they might even had Hartenstein out there. Like, no, I mean, teams have exposed and realized how weak we are to size and length and the fact that we cannot get an offensive rebound of our own. And Rebounding we is a, ma- a major issue. And, and perimeter shooting are well, major issues. drafted Pat to be a small forward, and they were like, nope. Yeah, he's a power forward. Not a good rebounding power forward, but he's power forward positionless basketball uh I, I i don't know man um you know they don't shoot enough threes tonight 12 for 30 40 percent which isn't really terrible uh no, 30 our, our buddy drew shared a stat that the bulls are actually eight no when they shoot over 40 percent three points tonight is going to be the first night that yeah eight and one is. yeah drew stevens drops if you don't follow look at what you did on twitter you should guys I mean, fantastic a lot of the things that he has to say uh that he shares her yeah uh, but, but they are. He was actually going to come on tonight, but he's not feeling well. He was going to join I'm us. I'm not feeling well either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I, well, I don't blame I, t- I talked to him at like 10 this morning. Him and I were bullshitting on the phone for a little bit. But, um, you know, it. I don't know, man. And, and you got people calling for Dale and Terry, like Newsflash Bulls fans. Yeah, you want to see him. It'd probably be good for him to get some minutes. Sure. He ain't yeah, going to do shit this year. At this point, I want to see him too, but he's not going to be a savior. He's not a savior. Uh, uh th- 36 for 77, 46% from the field tonight they shot. Uh, the Bulls only took eight free throws tonight because they were settling for jump shots no, all night. I don't think we took a single layup attempt in the fourth quarter. And I get like – Pat well, missed it. Pat missed it. Oh, Pat, Pat missed it. Pat missed the one layup attempt in the fourth uh, quarter. I get the last four minutes was both teams <laughs> just like chucking threes back and forth to, you know, kind of save face because white flags have been waved. But um, – yeah, no, the, the approach, and does that come down to just simply not having a point guard? Is, is that all it is? Because Zach Levine and DeMar are pretty pretty capable of driving the lane, right? Well, why can we not have them in more drive and kick action? Well, why well, do we 
I have no idea. I, I don't I don't know what to say. I, I, I look at what uh, I, I was listening to a podcast today um, and Drew because of Drew. Uh, he sent me the uh, the NBA Ringer show or the, the Ringer NBA show, something like that. And they got into about the hour mark of the episode. They got into talking about Zach Levine and how, like, you know, Miami might be interested or Sacramento might be interested or New York might be interested. I mean, every trade scenario they threw out there, and this is verbatim basically what Drew was telling me before I even listened to it, was that it was Zach Levine was a part of it. And the guy made a quote, so I took the quote, and I, I wrote an article over at ONTAP about it today. If you want to read it, go to ONTAPSportsnet.com. Just go to the Bulls section. You'll be able to find it. I want to find the quote here, but I um, I believe what it said was um, – I'm grabbing it right now. I'm sorry about this. Uh, it said that the Bulls will be more than happy to trade Zach Levine this summer. You watch. They will be more than happy to Jimmy Butler his ass. Trust. This, that comes from, I'm going to butcher this guy's name, Wozni Lambre of The Ringer. Um, the Ringer has some connections. You know, they got some good writers. Like Kevin O'Connor for a long time over there. Um, I don't know if that's just speculation. That's just what he is saying or if he's heard some things. Uh, but I'll tell you what, man. I don't. You ship them all out. Do you think I would believe that wholeheartedly? Like, obviously, after you traded for Vooch, when you made that decision, you were – pretty much all in on Zach. There was really no way you were getting out of the pond at that point. Being able to lure DeMar, um, using Lowry or whatever, like whatever you had to do to get DeMar here. Um, and Lonzo, you did, and you went all in on Zach. But I think they realized quickly after, when DeMar was the one finishing the games, that this was more DeMar's team than it was Zach's, that they were kind of fucked. Because if that's the case, then I can't believe they gave him a max. You had to at that point. I know you had to, but fucking you hey, you could have done a signing trade or something. So, but you why well, get you yourself on the hook? Because you you still only get your pick if it's top four this year. Yeah, you committed to at least this two year window that fit on Vooch's timeline, and you had tomorrow for the extra year if things were good. You could have convinced Vooch to stay <laughs> for cheap, kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but. And I think they realized very quickly at the end of last year and into this year that, no, we're paying Zach because we have to pay him. Uh, we're not going to get fair value in a sign-and-trade. They probably felt around, but they knew well, they couldn't feel around too hard without pissing him off. I also want to elaborate on my thought. I, I do not think that this is all Zach Levine's fault. Um, I just want to throw that out there. The whole team no. is playing shit. No, um, the, the problem is that Zach Levine is your max player. And when you need to be the guy, you have to player. be the guy. Like, like – you have to be the guy here. You have to do it all now. Do you like think that's, that's what that, that's, that's the expectation. Is that the power struggle that's going on that's causing what we're watching? If it is, then they if, if that's what it is, and that's truly believed within the front office, then one of them need to go now. Now, if that's a power struggle be, between my and it, it very well as might be, because like you look at these end of games, your turn, my turn. And it's all the fucking time. It's all the time. And it's just. Oh, wait, like, we forgot about Vooch. Here, here's one. And it doesn't help that there's no shooters on this team for these guys to drive and kick to anyway. Oh, no. When Billy pretty much had the Kobe show going on in the fourth quarter, I was like, oh, yeah, what are we doing? You don't have any of your three stars on the floor. You have Kobe White just like 
playing one on five. And Goran Dragic, Io, and Javante are all just standing on the perimeter, like, oh. And I, I know we got in quick foul trouble too, but considering how badly we were getting fucked up on the boards, how does Andre Drummond only play ten minutes? Uh, I don't know. I, like you said, he got in foul trouble. That which I mean, he had three in, in the call. first quarter, but like should have been an and one call for him where he need Hartenstein in the that ball was in fucking the restricted bullshit. area, like. I get the guy got hit in the balls, but that doesn't mean that it's an offensive foul. Like, it's offensive. It's painful, but it's not an offensive foul. Uh, man, I I don't know. Like, I'm just at – it was a pathetic showing tonight at the United Center. That crowd deserved a lot better. Uh, I, love Der- I love Derek Rose, but there's no reason that D. Rose should still be the loudest chant of the night. Um. I, I look at this team up and down, and I just kind of realize that I don't see how they're going to overcome teams. You're, you know, you, what are you, a quarter away through now about? or you know, uh, So we're, I, I'll sit here and look at this, and I'm going to go up and down. They're nowhere near Boston. They're nowhere near Milwaukee. They're nowhere near Cleveland. Brooklyn has the best record, like, in December, I think. Or, like, you know, they, they, they've took completely turned around. One on a buzzer beater from Kyrie tonight, and he still sucked. Fuck him. But anyway – Philadelphia not beating them. The Knicks moved into sixth tonight in the Eastern Conference. We obviously can't fucking beat them. I don't think we're going to beat Miami. I don't think we're going to beat Indiana. I would like to think we could beat Indiana. Right now, I don't feel like we could beat Indiana. And Miami's like the only team in the East that's having like similar issues to the Bulls. At least they're 500. Yeah. Yeah. We are at the bottom of the fucking barrel here. The, the team with the least amount of wins in the Eastern Conference is the Charlotte Hornets, and they are just fucking purposely. Well, they just got LaMelo back. And, and they did, and he had, he played a hell of a game tonight. No defense, of course, but offensively played a hell of a game. I was watching it. Um, but they have seven wins. We have 11. <laughs> like, we are not far off from the worst team so, in the Eastern Conference right now. So, I don't know. I mean, you can't trade Zach until January 15th. Uh, with the new contract that he signed, he is not eligible to be traded until January 15th. Um, if you're blowing it up, Zach has to go too, right? Like you can't just keep Zach and go, we're going to try to rebuild around Zach again because we gave him this max contract. If you have two veteran stars that aren't on his timetable. You table, could rebuild around Zach if you believe. Lonzo you could get the Zach healthy. Not even just that. If you could get the fucking Zach from the first thirty, you know, for the first uh, half of last season before the knee injury, was Lonzo the key to that? Though he did some of it without Zo, because Zo got hurt. He did some of it without him. It all changed for Zach when he got hurt against the the Warriors. That's when it all changed last season. That's when it all went. His play went downhill and has never really that was recovered. Such a bizarre play too. Right. It, it, it really never recovered from there if you believe that's the Zach that you get back then you know what man I'll take a swing at that maybe because I don't want to go through this again no just because you know how this new lottery system works you're not but I, I but I to be honest with you I'm more fucking at this point I guess what a pass I'm pessimist I, I I'm not I'm, I'm not optimistic that he's gonna do that he, I'm not optimistic he's gonna do that again so fuck the, it the the mid three gotta go 
And yeah, you, you see, you see if Pat's got anything. No, fuck no, because he ain't got shit. <laughs> Come on, you you have to at least have. I'm a so sick and fucking Pat. tired of these people on Twitter. Oh, if it's this system, if you're a fucking star, it's gonna shine through. Go I back mean, and watch I basketball for all the years before. Right now, even three guys that have been stars can't. No one's really shining through. I mean, except for Demar in in spot moments so far this season. You got Chai Sports fan going at me hard here. Hang on, I want to respond to this. No, he's not my top five favorite. But if he played like he did last year in the beginning of the season and through that 38-40 game stretch before he got hurt against fucking Golden State, then I wouldn't mind because he was unreal. He was almost 50-40-90 on 25-5-5. But what's messed up to me outside of the Knicks, when you said the Kings, yeah, Zach Levine, De'Aaron Fox, and Demonis Sabonis, those are three guys on the same timeline. Like, there's just – it's hard to accept reality sometimes. But sometimes when we start talking about breaking up this team, like, it's better for DeMar and Vooch to be somewhere else right now. It's probably better for Zach to be somewhere else right now. And you know what? Getting expiring salary so you can pay and keep somebody like Io around going forward, not not a horrible thing. Um, especially if you don't have confidence that Lonzo Ball is ever going to return to basketball for him. Like – it's, I don't know. This is just obviously spitballing. But once you you get to this point, is it really worth trying to keep Zach in build with minimal assets? Or I guess you'd have assets from trade Vooch and tomorrow if you value the two picks that are rumored you could get there. I just, I don't see a path outside of like total destruction. Yeah, there is no path outside of total construction. I, I'm even looking at the Kings roster right here on what a potential trade would look like. Even if you get picks from them, Fox and Sabonis are young enough. If Levine goes over there, they're going to be good. Those picks are going to be shit. They're going to be shit. They'll be shit picks. Nothing. Nothing. Because they're not going to give you Sabonis or Fox. What are you going to take, Malik Monk? Oh, f- fuck me. All right. Great. Great. Kevin Herter? They might, they might want Kevin Herter rather than fucking Zach Levine. I'm saying that for real right now. He fits with them. He fits with those guys. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on here, man. I'm tweaking balls. Like, I don't get it. What the fuck do you do? You're in hell. You're in hell again. We are in fucking hell again. We're in bull's hell when they couldn't get a shooting guard worth the shit next to Derrick Rose because we had so much fucking money tied up into Dang and Boozer and all that shit. That, that's where we're in hell. Except that team was actually fucking good. Oh, my God. I just had a, I just had epiphany. We're fucked. This is, this is it. Trade them all. I don't care what anybody says. They can throw their cute little stats at you. They can do whatever the fuck they want. This is, this is done. And you know what? It is about championships. It's not just about making the fucking no, playoffs. it's not about making the playoffs. If you're it's about right. championships. That's why you play the fucking game. You play the game well, to that's win. Why- that's why these players play the game too. And when they know that they're not in a legitimate situation for that, I think this is the product you get on the floor. I think these guys have kind of already hit that realization at this point of the season, like all fans are that this mix is not going to get the job done. It sucks, man. I really had high optimism and I don't see a turnaround. I don't see a turnaround here. I mean, you realize how hard it's going to fucking be for them to, to turn this around, you know the Bulls do not even have a fucking three-game winning streak on the year. They've won two games in a row. Twice. 
three times. That's it. We've only gone streaking three times this year, and yeah. it's only been it's two not games. even like a true streak. Yeah, it's only been two games. They have they have only won two games in a row three times this year. They've lost three games in a row or four games in a row. Four games in a row once, three games in a row twice, it looks like. And they've lost two games in a row, one, two, three, three times. This is fuck crazy. They suck. Like, it's just. And, and, I don't and, need, and here we let them beating Boston twice tease us. Tickle my fancy. I was, And again, here I am. Give a little bit of hope. Getting sucked back in. Talking DEFCON 5 shit. Oh, these teams are good to beat last year. Look what we're doing now. But we're losing the shitty teams, but they'll turn that around. No. No, they won't. <laughs> sucks. Uh, I'm sorry for the uh, negative Nancy shit uh, to our, our listeners. I really do feel bad about that. I I really do. I just, I, I, no, I have to be not, This is not what we're supposed to be talking about. No, no, not after fucking, not after starting this podcast in 2018, 19, 2018. And yeah, where's where's our championship, C Red friend? What yeah, happened? You fucking hack. You know, like I'm, I'm so tired of it, man. <laughs> or the people who told me, hey, year three. I know he had injuries last year, but Pat's gonna flourish this year. He's gonna look great. Does he? He has no. looked better. That's oh yeah, you're right. You're right. He went from a fucking you know, a white he turd to a regular a colored turd. It's good. It's good. It's all good. It's all great. It's all great around here. Alex Caruso Garden, 6'9", guys, like you said. We can't hit a fucking three, or we don't take volume threes. In today's NBA, we're trying to play 1970s basketball in 2022. Thank you, Juice. You know, I mean, it's just, there we are. This is where we're at. And then people will have the gall to put all of the blame on Billy Donovan. When no one, nobody is talking about the roster construction and how piss poor that is and who put it together. I All around, it's bad right now. I so would usually say at you, the end of this sentence. if you blow it up that Billy wants to stick around? Obviously, you got a contract extension, so technically he has to stick around if you want him to. Oh, yeah. Michael and Jerry, aren't gonna, uh, they're not going to pay Billy Donovan to go away. No, I, so I, during a rebuild. Yeah, no chance. Um, oh, I end up with a Jim Boylan contract. <laughs> you know, I, it's just not good for anybody. I, I have no idea, you know, uh, what, what that would even look like. Um, again, I have no idea what a rebuild in this sense would even look like and what you could get and what you could do. Well, no, the way get, we're playing right now, everybody's losing value. Yeah, I, it, it's bad all around. And, and it, again, it has no signs of getting better anytime soon. I don't care what anybody says. If they if they go on a magical run, I'll drink the fucking thing of pickle juice on the podcast. But I know it's not going to happen. It's not. So how many how many games are we talking? Are we talking five game win streak. What how, what is the benchmark for how much pickle juice? I will drink a whole thing of Lassic pickle juice if they get back to five hundred by this time next month. Okay. I will drink a thing of Lask pickle juice. All right. Everybody write that down. Right. Oh, no, no, no. 116. <laughs> Buzz is drinking a whole jar of pickle juice. I'm going to fucking pass out live on this shit, too. So, AK Mark, stay asleep for another month. Ironically, the day after that date, Zach Levine's technically eligible to be traded. 
<laughs> you just you just hitting the Zach Levine trade deadline mark with uh with the timeline you gave us there. So if the Bulls are not 500 by the time that Zach Levine can be traded, or if the Bulls are 500 by the time Zach Levine can be traded, Buzz is chugging pickle juice. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna have to do. Um, I can't talk about this anymore because I'm I'm seriously I think I gave myself an ulcer. Look, you see my face? It got fucking red because I got so mad. I'm flushed. I look flushed. It's fuck. I look like Rudolph the Red nosed fucking reindeer right now. I can't believe this shit. Um, next four games: Miami, or I'm sorry, Minnesota on Sunday at six. Tuesday, December twentieth, Miami at six thirty at Miami. Wednesday, six thirty at Atlanta. Friday, six thirty at New York. Wow, early times. I love that. Um, four game away uh, trip here, and they're playing a couple teams that rebound the ball very well. And we don't. Um, yeah. It's going to be an issue. It's going to be an issue. Minnesota's got a little bit of a rebounder over there. That, that might be a thing. They, they might have traded a lot for that guy. Yeah, they did. Uh, but I'll tell you what. Uh, they they, they got to win. They're a game under 500 because they got to win tonight. But ever, and I know this is terrible to say, but ever since Cat went down, I felt like they've kind of gotten to a little bit more of a flow, um, offensively at least, um, even defensively really. Uh, they, I, I was watching a little bit of them because I've told you before I really like Anthony Edwards. Um, so I try to watch some Minnesota basketball here and there, and I feel like they've played better after he was out of, out of the lineup. I don't know if that's going to spell any doom for him come trade deadline because they are mediocre at this point, and he probably can bring some value back to a team. Um, so, so, so Vooch, Pat, and Demar for Cat. We're getting the Zach and Cat show back in town. Oh yeah, I can't. Well, as, as Joe Holly calls him, the kitty cat. Uh, yeah, that that that's fuck that too. I, yeah, I'm cool on that. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't have much else. I'm sorry. Again, I, I everybody. We had a lot of people in here tonight in the stream itself, and I want to thank all of you uh, for hanging out with us during a loss because this is misery really loves tough. company. Yeah, it does. Misery does love company. It's been it's been pretty brutal, and I'm sorry for all the negativity. I try not to do that, but I need to be realistic. And you can go follow whatever accounts on Twitter that call me a bad fan after this episode or after my recent tweets. Um, they could just fuck off there. So there they go. Um, because I'm telling you the truth. This is done. It's it's done. They're not winning a championship. That's the fucking goal. The goal is not just to get to, if you're a young team, the goal is to get to the playoffs. If you're a young team, the goal is to that next year, then win a playoff series. You're established with veterans here and a guy with a max contract. Your goal is a championship. Don't let anybody tell you fucking differently. Your goal is a championship. You're not near it. You're not fucking close. Then you need to reevaluate and do something else. Goose, do you have some closing statements you'd like to throw out there? Uh, just to piggyback on that, I mean, there is way too many veterans in this rotation. You got Drogic, Drummond, Levine, DeMar, Vooch. Like, you, you are stacked with veterans. This team isn't built for the long haul. It was built for a short-term kind of move and uh, okay i'm sorry for goose pausing here for a minute listen here nick fan in the fucking stream <laughs> i hope you're proud because that was about as cool as mike tyson fighting an infant that's what that's what that game was as cool as okay i'm sad I don't need your shit right now, dude. I, it's okay. We'll have a beer later. I don't give a fuck. You, good job. Go ahead and finish your thought there, Goose. I don't even have a thought anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that guy come back. I hope he didn't think I was being mean. I was just joking. But 
I, I'm glad you piggybacked off my thought because no, I mean this this rotation. I remember the thought. This rotation is filled with way too many veterans. It was not built for a long haul run. If you're not having success, you need to get out while you can still get value for some of these guys. Because at this point, it's pretty clear they're not giving Booch an extension, or maybe they are. Maybe they're we're that balls deep into this situation where we're just going to keep paying everybody and, until it works. Until it fucking here. Oprah Winfrey, there's not fucking checks under the goddamn bench chairs. Okay, that's not happening. Check. You get a continuity you check. Get a, yeah, you get a continuity. continuity. You get continuity. You get millions. Yeah, fuck off. I can't handle it. There's there's too many vets on this team to be playing this way. And there's really, there's not room for the young guys to see growth. We don't, we're not going to see what Pat is with this current team. And if this current team's losing, there's no reason not to see what Pat is. I can tell you what Pat is. He's out of league in four years. Yeah. If he keeps turning down wide open, catch and shoot threes in the corner to take mid range fucking pull-ups like DeMar, maybe. I'm, I'm, and if he's still in the league, he's the end of the. He's not playing any meaningful minutes on a team that's winning championships. He's coming up right now, like he was in college. Yeah, to be on the bench like he was in college. But he played meaningful minutes. Shut up! Yeah, because he's six seven with a fucking crazy framed body. That's why he was playing minutes. Stop playing with me. You kidding? What are we doing here? Forty one minutes. Forty one <laughs> minutes. We're here entirely too long. Wrap. Uh, you got anything else? All right, all right. Everybody be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review because it's cool and tough. Go to foco.com, get yourself a cool little Benny the Bull bobblehead like this one. He's dressed as a reindeer. It's really awesome. If you don't want to dump money into the Bulls, you can get other ones too. Hey, so Benny still performs every night. He still hits his half-court shot every Benny night. don't take fucking nights off, does he? I don't think nope. he does. I don't think he does. We'll be back Sunday if they don't piss us off enough. No, we'll probably be back Sunday. Um, regardless, we'll probably we be back Sunday. We might talk Sunday. for 50 minutes. Yeah, we might talk for 50 minutes on Sunday after Rudy Gobert grabs 7,000 rebounds in a game and breaks the record. <laughs> as far as everything else, let's go Bulls.